with me is Dan. Hello, Dan. Hello. There's no bit. I just um no. Just want to do that. I want to do that fun voice. But Jared, listen. We need to talk, okay? We need to talk. Oh shit! Really? God damn it! After the podcast, though, but we we what? definitely need to talk. <laughs> no, the whole episode, I'm going to be wondering what we're going to talk about. Oh boy! Um, well, don't be surprised if uh, you get home and your medicine cabinet's just <laughs> been uh, raided in disarray for me throwing all your pills on the floor. Uh, <laughs> hey everybody, welcome to the Indie Film Review. This is a podcast where we review independent films. I'm sure you're probably aware of that. I hope you are aware of that since you clicked on this. So yeah, Dan, we watched the film. Yes, the film is called We Need to Talk, as is the joke that was said earlier. Ah, yes, a callback. Yes, anyway, uh, so this film is about a successful gaming streamer on YouTube. Not YouTube, ViewTube. Anyway, he's a successful gaming streamer dude, because there's so many of those people nowadays. And it's a dramedy about his... um, girlfriend needing to talk to him and he freaks out and he goes on a (laughs) internal adventure like a a journey of self-discovery about how much of a dick he is (laughs) yeah really self-reflexive uh psychotic spiral into madness from like one thing to the point where i'm like uh, this guy might need some more help besides just Figuring out his relationship. <laughs> but yeah, we're here to talk about it. We're going to do questions the first half. Try to be spoiler free if we can. And we're going to do our best. And then second half, we're going to really get into the nitty gritty. Daniel. Mm. Daniel Moviesworth. That's your full name. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to just dox you right now. But that, I mean, it's a great last name. Yes, Daniel Moviesworth. 555 <laughs> Cinema Lane. <laughs> Hollywood, Florida. One, two, three, fake street. Oh, no. Uh, but yeah, how did you feel about the acting in this movie, Daniel? Oh, it was wonderful. So good. Like, any standouts? Who's the. I, I don't have their names in front of me. So I have the names here. Uh, so we have Scott, who is the lead, played by James Maslow. James Maslow, okay. Scott the Gamer. And then uh, there is Joe, the best friend, who's played by Jonathan Fernandez, mm-hmm. who I liked. And then I'd say the other two like most important characters is Amber, who's mm-hmm. like the best friend, played by uh, Emily Bett Richards, or Rickards, sorry. Uh, and then, let's see, Allie. Allie is the girlfriend. I just saw her. Oh, here she is. Uh, Christian Khalil, played by Ali so Fulton. Everybody... No, no. <laughs> Christian Khalil plays Ali Fulton. <laughs> Sorry. Everybody does a fantastic job. Um, yeah. Standout roles. As much as James is um, a powerhouse because he's so full of himself and he's like, he, like it, it takes a lot to, to play that kind of character. His His best friend in that one really dramatic moment, stole the fucking show. Yo. And the guy who plays Joe, Jonathan? Yeah, Jonathan. Yeah. And Emily, I think, is my favorite actress because she she played that role so well. So yeah, the delivery guy, he was just so interesting. I really, really liked him. And then there was the um, 
the guy who worked at the GameStop or whatever you wanted to oh, call it, the Video Mart, yeah. he was really cool too. I could just see like a cool like duo um, Jay and Silent Bob type of comedy with those two. I'm like, oh man, they should be in the freaking movie more. Anyways, but yeah, I think the leads did really well as well. Jared, I'll second your question. How did you feel about, maybe I shouldn't, the chacting? The chat. Oh, the child acting. You know what? I didn't hate it. I thought they all did pretty good. It it did get to a point. Even Kevin. <laughs> yeah. Well. <laughs> um. Yeah, Kevin was good. I think I just didn't like his character. He was really. He was a little twelve year old that said dick shit and piss on online. I mean, sure, he was a little one note, but he was really just there for gags. It would have been more interesting if he had a little bit more to his character than that. I enjoyed it. There was some definitely some comedy there. Yeah. This isn't a question. This is more of like a thing I noticed because James takes his shirt off in this, the guy who plays Scott, and the guy's fucking ripped. Yes. So, <laughs> and I think you were saying earlier off podcast, like, yes, there are gamers that are ripped or whatever, but I was just kind of like, uh, it, it, it made me sad. Well, <laughs> I was like, well, I'm a gamer and this guy's here's... like, where does he find the time to work out that much? And also be a full-time streamer. Here is... Movie's not realistic. Zero out of ten. That's all I'm saying. Boom. Got it. Okay. This film feels like it's a drama written for those people specifically. Like streamers and... Oh. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I couldn't relate to any of it. And like, I'm, I don't know, one of the fucking boomers who has that school of thought of like, oh, you're making money doing like jack shit, really? Like, and he even says it in the movie. And that's probably why it's in the dialogue. But he's like, all I wanted to do was make money and play video games. It's like, well, yeah, everybody wants to fucking do that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it it can be a lot of hard yes, work for, to do. keep the brand and all that shit going. But he has like his own personal editor. He has all these other people that are seemingly helping him do it and you just go out there and just be entertaining it's interesting because with the great scott character you're not sure if he is really just doing what he loves and having fun and being himself or if it's all really just the brand and he mm -hmm. has to like because there are streamers and youtubers out there who have to like pretend and act a certain way to keep their huge huge audience it was hard to relate yeah. to this type of character just because we're not in those shoes really. But there are some things that I think you can relate to. I mean, with like ignoring your relationship for your professional endeavors or, you know, getting addicted to social media and the likes and adoration from that instead of focusing on people in your life as well. You need to get a healthy balance of that. So, Maybe yeah. that's another reason why I didn't connect to it because I don't do that. Because we hate social media <laughs> and only use it because we have to. <laughs> you know, as much as I want to do things like play video games or like, you know, do you have my own time. Like I also yeah. put a huge value on time with significant other. Like that is the most important time. So it's like I I don't have the the capacity to understand, you know, not making the sacrifices because it's just so ingrained in me. Hmm. Well, it's it's called empathy, Dan. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, another quick thought. I think another thing tonally is for me personally, what is the lesson learned? 
you know, oh, where it's like, yeah, yeah. I already knew this lesson going into this movie. I absolutely did. Yeah. I, but that doesn't mean that other people don't need the lesson, true, right? True. It's interesting to me seeing the life of somebody who is doing this. I feel like they did a pretty good job yeah, emulating yeah. what it yeah, would feel did. like. Oh, so I remember my point from before. Taking something that you like to do for fun and making it into a job can also Be make awful. it pretty terrible. Yeah. It, it can get really rough. Because if you're trying to like be performative the whole time, it can really take away from the joy of that. So it, it was interesting to see that dynamic as well. I think it's so funny how like most of the issues and problems in this film would have been solved if he just kept being an asshole and <laughs> didn't actually try <laughs> to figure out what was going on with his girlfriend. Um, that was pretty great, actually. So what you're saying is... A glimpse of empathy screws everything up if you're not. That's right. Never, <laughs> ever feel bad or sad about anyone else. Only focus on yourself. There's the lesson to learn. I found it. Thank you. Thank you for finding it for me, Jared. Dan, how did you feel about the camera work in this movie? It was good. Like, it wasn't, it, it's not one of those movies that's trying to, you know, bend over backwards to show me amazing cinematography. The camera they used looks great. Some of the framing was noticeably like deliberate, you know what I mean? Like to mm-hmm. to get the the shot reverse shots and and things like that. I thought it was very professionally done. Yes, though. yeah, very. No, that's what I mean. Like it's 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 very professionally done. Not just the camera work, just like everything about this film. Like it, it coming from a team of people who know what they're doing, whether they're doing this for the first time or they've been doing this for a while. Like everybody is hitting. Um, all all pistons they're firing you know what i mean like editing was great writing was great i think the real thing is like this film is done really well in almost basically all aspects honestly especially on the budget and everything else they because a lot of the film takes place in scott's apartment but even then i think they do a good job of making it interesting by like going to different sections and getting different shots like there's a shot of like scott he's like exasperated and he kind of like slides on on the wall while he's talking to his friend and the camera follows him down that was really fun so there's there there's some interesting things going on the apartment is very important to this film because yeah he never leaves it like he prefers to eat in and that's part of the story yes so like it kind of needs to be you know shot well in in that close quarters and and, and it works but also there's some good location shots that they do in this too like going to the axe throwing yeah thing later on was really great and then uh going to the fake GameStop, whatever it was called <laughs> it, so there's there's a lot of interesting things there how did you feel about like pacing of this movie there were some lulls where it's like for example the montage the procrastination montage yeah i'm like yeah. do we do we need this like i get it he doesn't want to make this review like th- that's the other thing too where it's like i can't relate to this because i don't i don't make i, I don't have a streaming platform but i don't procrastinate like that i i don't pro- i never have procrastinated <laughs> but like people do Dan all is the a robot time. and he has no sympathy for you humans yes <laughs> no dude i'm just kidding <laughs> but like it, it just goes to show that even you know 
once you find your your groove of what is being work like yeah he just wanted to make video games or play video games and make money but now he has to do reviews and he's like i don't want to do this review i'm gonna put the review off to the last fucking minute that i can it's like you're playing a game dude like what (laughs) that's what's so funny about it is because he his job is to have fun play video games and review them. And his escapism from that is to play video games and yes. hang out with his friends. Yes. So I feel like we're going to get into spoilers now. Cause there's a, there's a few points I want to make. So we're going to get into spoilers. If you want to watch this movie, it's called, we need to talk by Todd Wolf. He also sent it to us. Thank you so much, Todd. You can find it on Tubi. Oh, Oh, Oh yeah. We need to talk about, we, did, uh, we guys, need to talk need about talk. <laughs> Molten. I think. Yeah, Malton. Quick aside. We got sent a screener for this, which was very nice. Thank you so much for sending us sending the screener to us. But getting Malton to play the film already was very difficult. And then once you finally got it to play on the, the correct browser or whatever. It would buffer. It would buffer like every three minutes. Yeah. And it was just such a nightmare. And then Dan's like, just go watch it on Tubi. I go load up Tubi. No issues. I, I didn't even get it uh, a commercial. Yeah. Yeah, no ads, and it buffered perfectly. So it's not it's not on our end. So we yeah we did a little Something going out with Molten. We did a little research into Molten, and we a little, little little little. We think they're little, little. they're pretty much an independent company, which is is good, and it's good for filmmakers. Just I don't know, like Molten, look at look at bandwidth. I don't, like there there has to be something going on um, because anything that is an alternative to YouTube or like the Vimeo, like anything like that, that would Mm -hmm. be great. I I, I am in full support of other companies that are taking away from the monopoly, but it needs to work. Yeah. Uh, More time in the oven. They probably already know that too. I'm sure they're working hard on it. Well, now they got the indie film review request. Oh no. Oh, what a scary. Oh, here we come. We're going to get him. We're going to get you. Oh no. Watch out. Uh, But yeah, anyways, spoilers, go check this movie out. I think it's cool. Oh, I never asked my question. Did it make you laugh? Yeah. I, I was laughing during this movie. I thought it was pretty funny. It's not like a laugh a minute, but there are some pretty solid jokes throughout. No, like I said, it's a dramedy. It's it's very lighthearted in terms of the the mood, but it covers some pretty intense stuff. Yes. So now there are several things I need to get at that will probably take up the rest of this okay. episode. So Dan, please stop me whenever. I don't know. We'll see how this goes. One is this all takes place in a day, right? Yeah. Because I I was making fun of like things not making sense before, but that was that was me being silly. So he keeps. Like, he'll have a scene, he'll go and play games and hang out with his friends, they'll talk about different things, and then he'll go do something else, and then he'll come back to playing video games, mm-hmm. right? He does this, like, three or four times throughout the day, and I'm just kind of like, how much of this day is there? Yeah. <laughs> and I, I get that he's just playing video games all day, but, like, all of these other people are playing video games all day. So, okay, when his when his buddy Joe, the editor, comes over, he's like, okay, let's let's record that video and I'm going to go and edit it. It's going to take me all night. He oh, he keeps saying editing this video is going to take him all night, right? And then they edit it in the day. Yeah, he edits it in like 10 like 10 minutes or something. <laughs> so then his buddy so Scott's like, "Oh, I haven't done it yet. I'm going to get it done really soon." And then Joe says, "All right, I'm going to go take lunch. When I come back, 
you better have finished the last level of the game so we can go and review this fucking thing. Of course, he never does that, right? And there's a whole other thing going on where Joe and Scott have their own we-need-to-talk-come-to-Jesus moment, which is probably one of the best scenes yeah. in the film, honestly. Um, because I love a bromance. I love a bromance. But somehow throughout this, once Scott kind of does a turn, and he's like, wait, I have a commitment to my fans. I need to prioritize giving them content and my job and my career with spending time with my loved ones and giving them attention. I'm going to make this video. And it seems like he just does it all himself. I don't understand it, but like he, he pumps this fucking thing out and it's still not even dinner time. Like, I don't, I don't get it. So the, the time. Well, so, so here's, here's, here's the other was thing. A little, I mean, this is such a nitpick. It's a nothing, but go well, ahead. I, it's just, to, it bothered to, me. To, to, to make, no, I think this is, a, this is, it, it's not necessarily a nitpick because time does, it feels weird. The, here, here's why it feels weird. The whole thing is technically a flashback because we introduced this whole movie by him having a, um, it's, it's, it's him talking in a video about, oh, I bet you wonder where I was for the last His month. His apology video. Oh, I have a problem with that too, but go ahead. Anyway, so you have that. That's what's framing the story. And then I think the disconnect that you're seeing is the amount of time, like his day is more than 24 hours and her day is only an eight, eight hour work day. Yeah, yes, exactly. So there, when you start to notice things like that while you're watching a film, it takes you out of the film. Yeah. And that was my issue with that. Now, my issue with his apology video, uh, not so much because I think it's a good way to like tie the film together, you know, and like break it apart. Um, is that he's just key, like, has he learned anything? He's no. still making content out of his girlfriend and his entire life when he should just be making content about video games. Uh, that kind of stuff was driving me nuts because I thought that was part of the problem with him is that he's exploiting his relationship for views and instead of actually focusing on his relationship. So that kind of stuff is already very cringy and weird to me. I mean, it works. It gets people to fucking watch your shit, I guess, because it's just like soap opera stuff. But yeah, that, that kind of thing, I was like, the resolution at the end, he confesses to his girlfriend, hey, I haven't been treating you as well as I should be. The, I want to work on all these things. The resolution things. at the end is the thing that I have the biggest problem with, I think. Let's talk about it. So basically, he he tracks his girlfriend down <laughs> at a work get-together at an axe-throwing place. Because he thinks that she is cheating on him with some guy. And then he thinks that she's going to break up with him because, you know, he's just all in his own head. And there's a reason why he's all in his own head is because he feels guilty about being a douchebag. <laughs> Like, yeah, for 10 years? Yeah, for They've 10 been dating for 10 years? years. Not even, Maybe he, not all of the 10 years, but... He, he's like, he decides he's going to make it up to her. They're going to have a great dinner. He bought an engagement ring. Okay. Yeah. He bought an engagement ring. Brings, Sounds psychotic to brings me. The he, engagement he makes ring. a lobster dinner and leaves it in the house. Yes. And there's a joke about him being like, yeah, I kind of forgot about the lobster dinner and it got cold and stinky. That was really funny, but go ahead. <laughs> so he brings the engagement ring to this axe throwing place. He confronts his girlfriend and then they have this come to Jesus moment where it's like, I'm confessing everything to you and I feel bad and I'm terrible. I'm going to be better. And then she's like, well, I just wanted to move upstairs. I don't know what you're talking yeah. about. Which... Yeah. I wanted to get a bigger apartment, but like while she, he's saying all this, she's realizing what a stupid piece of shit he is, yes. which was probably my favorite part, but go ahead. Anyway, um, he, they, they, they end up going outside and um, he tries to propose to her and she, 
she throws it in his face because basically what happens is Kevin, the little kid, he fucks with the guy streaming. Like the guy thinks he's going to lose a big thing. Cause yeah, basically he live streamed instead of doing the review and there was a press embargo on the review. So he got in trouble with his company and he's like, Oh shit, my whole, my whole brand is going to go away because of this one video. And she saw that and he was having a heart to heart, but then all of a sudden he's just as in tune as he ever was to his brand. And she gets pissed off and he tries to propose to make it up. And she's like, fuck no. And then leaves. So that was good. Like the writing there was excellent. I'm like, yes, you deserve all of this. He actually should have a bad ending. Honestly, <laughs> you deserve all. But then like after the video bookends of like, and that's where I am. And then they move into the new apartment together. And you're like, wait, yeah. we're getting this, we're getting this redemption arc, like at the very end. No. And then, and then just to, to make us feel better about it. They're like letting his girlfriend join in on the gaming. And then his that friends, his friends are like, Oh, you should record this for your live stream. And then he's like, you know what? No. I'm not They've been dating for 10 years <laughs> and his wife plays video games and he's just now letting her play video games with him. That's pretty wild to me. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I don't know about that. I honestly, I thought it would be a lot stronger if he just got, gets punished for being a fucking asshole. Yeah. But who wants to see a punishment me. movie? <laughs> I do. Yeah, I know. I do too. Punish me daddy is what I say <laughs> every day. But that's a different thing. That's actually my own uh, streaming channel that I've been working on. So, so basically, basically, um, our friends uh, Todd Wolf. Um, if you were to put Jared and I in a test screening of this film, we would come out and probably be a very vocal minority of saying, "Give <laughs> yeah, this guy, we're psychotic. <laughs> give we're this psychotic. guy such like just drag him through the mud, please." Why doesn't he get shot in the dick at the end? I mean, come on, <laughs> RoboCop shows up and goes, "Stop that!" I don't know. I, here's my impression, of RoboCop. Hey, you, uh, stop in the name of the law. Hey, kid, uh, fucking relax, and then he shoots him. <laughs> hey, kid, I'm a computer. <laughs> hey, kid, I'm a computer. Stop all the downloading absolute timeless meme beautiful excellent work by us okay one other thing i wanted to talk about <laughs> god damn it is um they do this thing where they equate him streaming as him being lazy because he doesn't want to finish his video review and while yes it is probably easier to stream a video game than to write a script and edit and then do all the stuff, put all the graphics or whatever. It has been proven in recent history right now that streaming is way better and makes people way more money with way less effort than like making review videos. Yeah. And I like review videos, right? But I'm saying like, if you want to, if people are like in the game doing this stuff, they're streaming. Like that is what they're doing. Then they take the streams, they cut those into videos. Yeah. They're talking about it on this where it's like people like the skits. They like all this stuff. They want you to uh they want to hear your opinion on the game. I'm like, they're going to hear it. Most people don't even want you to finish the game before they tell you the review. They want like an impression of it. Here's another thing that I don't quite relate to, and that is this culture that surrounds streaming video games on like it blows my mind 
that that shit is popular. Like you are literally watching a screen in <laughs> screen of somebody playing a goddamn video game. Like <laughs> I get just, it. I understand I, it. But I, I'm saying it's on me. Like the disconnect for me yeah. is there. Like I, I, like kids watch, like it's their form of entertainment. It's like, yes, you will never yeah. play this video game in your life, but you're sitting there. It's because they like the stream. They're, they're addicted to the personality of whatever their, their streamer is. So how it works for me, because I mean, I grew up with the review, like the video game reviewers and all that stuff. Like that guy with the glasses mm -hmm. and like all this old stuff that, I mean, that's a whole other can of worms. We won't even go into that, how that changed and kind of, yeah, got good or bad, depending on how you look at it, I guess. But you do come to find a personality that you like and they become your like disconnected friend, yeah. right? So you'll come home from school or work or whatever and you you get to hang out. Usually I like it where it's like a group of people all hanging out yeah. and like I'm hanging out with them and they're playing a video game and I get to hear them chat and it it's like a sense of camaraderie, I guess. Uh, and people get that in like, you know, those like Korean eating movies. Yeah. Yeah. Mukbangs. Where like girls just eat a bunch of food yeah. with you. It's, I don't know. It's, it, there's something about that where it's like, you're connected, but not connected. My face is red guys, because <laughs> why it's just dawning on me that I'm being extremely hypocritical because what are you doing? But experiencing this amazing film with us. Yeah. Yeah. That is true. So how I feel too is because there's a comment in in the thing where they're like ragging on Scott. They're like, wait, I just want to know if this game is good. I only watch streams when the game is good. And I'm like, what? Yeah. Who does that? Usually if I'm watching someone stream a game, it's either a game I've already played and I love it, or it's a game I will never play. Mm. Like I like watching horror games because it's it's just like fun to watch weird indie horrors that I, I don't want to spend money on, but then you can like experience it and watch yeah. someone else play. So like that's kind of what I'm that's where my entertainment's coming from is seeing all these niche weird things that people are playing or things I don't have time to play. Yeah. Uh if the game is really good, I'm gonna be playing it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I don't understand. Uh, like like when people were streaming Elden Ring when it first came out. How many people were watching those? I can't imagine yeah. many people were watching them because they just would be wanting to play the game. I don't know. I don't know. So there's kind of a disconnect there a little bit for me. Um, certainly a lot of other places where it does hit the mark. I think more a lot of the disconnect was because they were fitting it to make the story make sense, mm -hmm. to make it parallel with his struggle with being lazy, not doing his job professionally, and also being lazy in his yeah. personal life. But okay, yep. So final thoughts, this movie is very well done, very well made. I had a lot of nitpicks, really, that kind of don't really matter in the end, yeah. <laughs> honestly. I mean, like, if you can throw out your sense of time, like, if if you can not let that bother you, this film, yeah. it, it hits the mark really well. And, like, <laughs> like, if you are not like me and Jared and like happy endings. Mentally ill. Yes. <laughs> um, if, if you don't mind seeing a douchebag. Almost have his life fall apart and then get redeemed. Go for it. Hell yeah. Also, watch it on Tubi. Yeah, watch it on Tubi, baby. All right. Thank you for listening. I really appreciate it, Dan. Give me them plugs. Guys, you can find us on Twitter at IndieFilmPod. You can find us on Instagram at IndieFilmReviewPod. You can email us at TheIndieFilmReview at gmail.com. Nice. Thank you all for listening again. I really appreciate it. Go tell your friends. Tell people about the show. Rate us, 
you know, do all the things if you want, I guess. I don't know. Fucking Tell shit. all your friends. Just just do something. Do something creative. Go go paint a frog, you know? Mm, okay. Go for a hike. And paint a K- frog. Kiss your cat on the forehead. That's it. Dan, final word. Well, you know how I said we needed to talk? Oh, shit. Are you pregnant? Next week. Oh, <laughs> what?